Hello and welcome to the 90 Minutes Fitness Podcast where we discuss everything to do with soccer specific fitness from training and gym work to nutrition and recovery all in an easy to understand format so you can take your body and game to the next level. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hello and welcome to the 90 Minutes Fitness Podcast. My name is Aidan, founder and coach at 90 Minutes Fitness. Today's episode is all about the realities of playing football abroad and should you move countries to chase a pro career so this is a question that i get asked all the time on instagram so i thought why not just make a full podcast about the topic itself i'm just going to break it down into a few different segments which i hope that you will find just a lot of value in so i'm just going to break it down into obviously my experience personally with playing football abroad and um, we're just going to look at making a name for yourself when you are abroad as well and we're going to look at just the difficulties that you might face when you do play football abroad, such as language, uh, transport, loneliness. We're also going to look at just the realities of it in terms of financially. Um, so obviously it takes a lot to finance yourself living abroad, the realities of actually having to more than likely probably work a job as well. So we'll look a little bit at that. Um, and then just we'll look at visa restrictions as well. So this is a huge one for those of you possibly that are looking to come to Europe from America or other countries as well just actually being able to come to a country so just first of all I'm just going to go into my experience really on playing football abroad so I've played in a few different countries obviously I'm from Ireland um, I went to America then played there uh, from there went to Germany uh, back to Ireland um, just went to Latvia trial there for a little bit um, and then I would have where I am currently now is in the UK so I have played a little bit abroad and I have a little bit of experience and I've made a lot of mistakes when it comes to playing football abroad too so I just hope to just I suppose provide a little bit of an insight into what it truly is like because the reality of playing football abroad as somebody who is trying to break into the professional game or trying to just reach next level it can be a harsh environment and it can be a much different reality to what you expect it to be so for me i suppose the biggest transition was going from america to germany america was a little bit when i went from ireland to america it was a little bit more organized because it was going into a college setting so everything was basically kind of set up for you you had coaches who were going to take care of things for you, you had academic advisors so it was a very very easy transition although it was quite a long distance from home it was a very easy transition because obviously the language is the same um the way of life isn't totally different either so it was a relatively easy transition um for me the biggest transition was when i left america to go to germany so that was a massive transition for me and one which i made a lot of mistakes with i suppose that through lack of preparation or a lack of true understanding of what the experience would be like so when I went to Germany, it was a case of I had a club I'd already signed with a, a lower tier club, albeit it was in a semi-professional league, but I wasn't actually getting paid for it, which most players on the team were. But for me, coming as somebody who had didn't have a reputation in Germany, it's quite quite difficult to actually get paid to play, basically. So when I went there, I had obviously I had an apartment, first of all, I'd found that as well. I'd never been to the town, I'd never been to the city, I had a, a good understanding of German, I was able to converse with people in German. The best way I found it was I could speak in German to them and they'd understand me and then they'd speak back in um, English to, to me. But for me, I was pretty much unprepared for what life would be like in the realities of playing football abroad. It was 
quite a difficult experience and one that there's a reason that I only stayed there for a few months. I was very much by myself, um, obviously not having a good grasp of the language too made things very, very difficult. Um, also in that part of Germany, there's not too many other cultures and um, kind of other other languages floating about. So basically everyone spoke German and that was about it. Unless you could speak German, they weren't comfortable or proficient enough in English to speak the language. They could understand bits and pieces and some would try, but for the most part, it was just German. Obviously you, had to, you were forced to speak German as well, which I completely understand and I completely respect because in my mind, if you go to a country, you're expected to, to speak the language of that country. And I think some people are a little bit, um, how would you say, they don't truly appreciate that, that you do have to speak the language of the country that you're going to and you do have to make an effort and it does make things a lot easier when you do make an effort, no matter how bad it is, if you make an effort, it makes life so much easier. So for me, my experience of that, I, like I said, I only lasted a few months due to obviously kind of live, living by myself, uh, not knowing the language. Um, work was a big issue as well. I wasn't able to finance myself because um, there was no basically no work for um english speakers in that small little town so it made things very very difficult but that being said it was a wonderful experience and one that i don't regret in any shape way or form and i do i'd do it all over again just just a li little bit differently um if i was to do it next time the biggest thing that going to a country is you have to be prepared to make a name for yourself you have to realize that unless you're an established professional player before you go to a country the likelihood of getting a fully professional contract is very very unlikely you need to be prepared to start at the lower levels and this is something that i say all the time on instagram you need to be prepared to start at the lower levels and work your way up you're not going to go straight into a professional academy a professional team you're not going to be getting paid a full-time salary for me i find just with a lot of the players that contact me on instagram asking questions about going abroad they're not professional players in their own country. They are not even, some of them aren't even semi-professional players. What they're hoping to do is to obviously go to that country and work their way up. But some expect, just because it's a different country, that they're going to go straight into a professional team. And this is truly, truly not the case at all. You have to be prepared to go to the country. You have to be prepared to trial. You have to be prepared to um, get rejection quite a lot because you do not have a name for yourself. You can't expect to go straight into a professional team. So the main thing is to network and make a name for yourself. Start in the lower leagues, play well, move up, you know, play well against teams so that the opposition managers notice you, you know, but make connections with players on your team so that maybe they know somebody who knows somebody in a higher league. And that's basically how it works. And that is what you're going to have to do if you do choose to go abroad. There's so many different things as well that you have to take into consideration about going abroad, and I think a lot. So I think a lot of people have this um, glamorous view of what life would be like if you go abroad to play. It's not pretty, and it's not for the faint-hearted at all. And you do need to be very strong mentally to cope. There's a lot of different factors involved in living in a, a different country. So you, first of all, obviously, you're away from home, you're away from your family, you're away from your friends. You don't know anyone you don't know the culture of the country you don't know how things work you don't understand the humor of the country and that can be those little things can be very very difficult when you first arrive and it is something that takes a little bit of getting used to of course as well if you go to a country that do doesn't speak your language you're going to have to learn the language of that country and that can be 
a whole other challenge in itself and you have to be prepared to do that also you have to take into consideration as well things such as transport does the country have good transport links i know in germany they have excellent transport links so it's not the biggest of an issue other countries not so much so you need to take these things into consideration the actual realities of when you land what's the plan have you a plan in place do you know how you're going to get around do you know where you're going to live do you know how expensive it is to live in that country do do you have all those things prepared and that is something i think just that a lot of people they don't truly grasp and they don't truly prepare for they kind of have this um idealistic view of going to a country and this 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 wonderful image of going to a new country and working your way up and getting to the top league but in reality it's just not like that at all you need to be prepared to start at the bottom to go through the loneliness of living yourself the 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 way you have to network um how hard it is just to make a name for yourself and that is the most important thing but if you stick at it things things will work out and eventually you will get there um the biggest piece of advice that I'd have really is to pick a country that you think that you can spend the next three to four years living in. I think a lot of people, they they think that they're going to spend six months here, six months there, a year elsewhere, just totally different countries around. And yes, it does happen if you can build up a good enough CV. And of course, you can you can seek out opportunities in other countries. But for the most part, you're going to be seeking out kind of local opportunities so say, for example, if you go to Germany and you start in the, the Landesliga, which is generally the sixth tier in Germany, you're going to start out in your local area making a name for yourself locally. There's always, because of the abundance of teams within Germany, there's going to be Oberliga teams or Regionalliga teams in Germany, so fifth and fourth tiers. And that's how you get yourself noticed. You 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 network yourself so that you get to know a coach in the Oberliga or a player that plays in the Oberliga and they get you a trial of that side then you move up and you just keep moving up until you get to the point that you want to be at and that's basically how it works and I think a lot of people don't understand that you do need to make a name for yourself and you do need to put yourself in a position where you're someplace that you think you're going to be happy and content for three years that you think you can you can stay in that country that you can work in that country make a name for yourself network and move your way up the levels in that country and i think that's the most important thing for younger players when they do decide to make this move to uh, a country to chase a pro career is that they do find some place that they think all the other factors in their life that they will be able to sustain so living environment work environment and in turn then that will benefit your football career and then that kind of just brings me on to obviously work as well like i said the money in non-league semi-professional football for unestablished players is is not great at all it's enough to maybe cover your expenses sometimes um, but that's about it unless you're an established player so for example if you've played professionally for 10 11 12 years and then you're dropping down to semi-professional then of course you can command a higher higher salary and a higher 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 amount of money but basically if you're coming as an unknown player you can't go asking for big amounts of money and, and to be honest you will never ever get it unless you're a truly exceptional player but that being said if you're a truly exceptional player then you would more than likely be doing well in your own country and you wouldn't be looking to move to another country to start a pro career so you need to be prepared for that and you need to be prepared financially to know that you will most likely have to work 
and and that is the the thing that I kind of maybe failed to realize um very very early on I thought that maybe you'd make enough uh playing and things like that so you hear um uh, sums of money being thrown around that this and off they'll get you a house they'll do this and that and of course if you're an exceptional player they will and over time you might get to that point but starting out you will have to find part-time work or you will have to find full-time work and it may not be something that you'll enjoy but you will have to do it for the sake of propelling your uh, football career forward so just to be realistic with yourself and realize that is something you'll have to do you will have to train at night time you will have to more sometimes just work all day at a job and then go to training and train and then do it all the next day maybe do an early morning gym session go to work go to training and that's just the reality of it and it is something that you have to do and you have to go through and that's where a lot of players do do fall down is they don't realize that and it's if they're not playing pro straight away then that's it they throw in the towel they go back to their own country and that's it um, but if you realize that that's a process that you'll have to go through for maybe one two even three years then life will be much easier for you in the long term because you won't have that financial strain of worrying about paying for rent or paying for food or anything like that you'll be able to focus on your football so you can go to work get that done financially or taken care of and then focus on your football so that's the biggest thing and the biggest piece of advice i'd have really is to make sure that there's an abundance of work opportunities wherever you go so that you don't have to worry about that whether that be through work agencies or getting in contact with companies uh, yourself or often with teams if if you're if you do go to a team often because everyone at a semi-professional level is working anyway they know people in companies or there's sponsors and things like that so it's just it's a it's an important thing and it's something to realize and then this brings me on just to the the final point and probably the most important point i'm going to make in this podcast if you want to go to a country you have to make sure that you're able to legally live in that country i can't even tell you the amount of people that i get a lot of american players and they say to me that they want to play in europe and then i ask them do they have a european passport and they're like no and then that basically you say to them unless you can get a european passport then it's virtually impossible to study or to live in europe unless you do study so the other option is to come as a student and to get a student visa and to get yourself into the country that way and play that way but unless you have a european passport or unless you're prepared to go as a student to the country and get a student visa it's basically impossible to stay within europe so you have to be very realistic about that and you have to realize that you have to you're coming there just as a person you're not coming there as a footballer basically so you have to make sure that you're actually able to live in the country itself so the, a lot of people are very fortunate to have european grandparents or even their parents might be european so they, they can get a passport that way and that is an avenue that you can go down if you have family members or else as i said you can always get a student visa so you can study for three or four years at a at a german university for example and then play at the same time you can often on student visas you can work up to 20 hours as well so you can you can finance yourself you can study you'll be able to get your visa for all four years and you'll be able to play as well and then after that point i mean if you might have developed enough to then for example go back to america and start a professional career there or if you've worked up to professional level in the space of four years then you might get a team obviously to 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 pay for your visa and have you employed 
as a full-time professional but that is something important to consider and it's it's probably most important when you're looking to play football abroad so basically that's it for this podcast and I just really wanted to a lot of the things that I say in DMs to players, I just want to make a full podcast about it because I feel it's something that's glamorized a little bit on Instagram. And I think, of course, on Instagram, you only see the highlights of people. So players that do go abroad, they're not going to post about the hard times or they're not going to post about the struggles. It's always about the the triumphs and the victories, really. So it's it's something that I felt was important to say just for you to actually truly grasp and truly realize the realities of playing football abroad that it will be tough but if you work at it and if you're prepared to to endure that struggle then the rewards are there but you do have to go you certainly do have to go through it and it is a tough experience but at the other side of pain is success so if you can sustain that then like i said the rewards are there but be prepared and that is the key thing that is the key message you need to be prepared you need to be prepared for everything else outside of football so you need to be prepared with being financially uh, sound you need to obviously find a place to live you more than likely need to find a place to work you need to learn the language you need to work out transport situation um everything like that and of course the visa as well so it's all some things that you need to figure out and things that you need to prepare for before you make the move because otherwise you'll get to the country and you'll you'll fail and you'll return home and then of course you're back to square one then so a little bit of preparation can take you a long way and it certainly will like as i said the rewards are there it's a fantastic experience that will change you for the better and everything that you go through will make you stronger mentally and you'll become a stronger uh, footballer and person as well so it's overall it, c- it can be a very very positive experience and i'd urge anyone to do it but to be prepared and to realize the realities of it and not go into it naively and not go into it just with these unrealistic expectations of what it's like but i hope you enjoyed this episode and like i said it was important for me to i felt it was important for me to make this and i hope that you do find value in it and of course if you have any questions whatsoever about playing football abroad at the lower levels or anything in general at all as regards football or career advice um, i'm always reachable um, by email aiden at 90 minutesfitness.com or of course you can reach out to me on instagram as well i do my best to reply to every every message that i get um so i hope you enjoyed today's episode and um if you liked it please maybe share on social media and uh, i'll talk to you all soon